Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the final episode of the SC Report for 2020 and it's went and back after God knows how many weeks on the sideline because uh, the other man on the other end of the line has been doing such a fantastic job and haven't wanted to steal his thunder. Justin, hey, yeah. Mate, don't give me that bullshit. Your team's gone crap. You've gone MIA. It's no two ways about it. But yeah, no, good. I'm going pretty good, mate. Seven coffees deep. We're doing this on an afternoon, not a... Uh... Jesus, mate, I would give anything for a coffee right now. My uh, Nespresso machine is out of pods. I've uh, been waiting on a delivery for about three days. Um, I'm currently drinking a tea. That's how desperate times are. Yeah, Jesus, mate. I heard you have a, a big steak dinner planned anyway, so I wouldn't be uh, limbering up with tea if I was you. I'd start the, uh, start the train rolling. Yeah, thanks. Well, before we get the show um, going, and we're only going to have a short one because um, – well, there's really not that much to talk about. There's just um, the teams are absolute carnage. That's what I commented in the uh, in the teams analysis last night. But firstly, thanks, mate, for an awesome year. Um, I've been doing this for now about twelve years, and I'm pretty much getting getting a bit over it. As you do when you get to my age, Nick's jumped ship and uh, moving on to other things as well. And you know, without the likes of yourself and Lakey and a few of the boys carrying the load this year, particularly you with the uh, the podcast, it's been a tremendous. Um, tremendous year from yourself and uh, a, a very deserved people's champion or MVP, I think. Oh, thank you very much. Tear to the eye stuff, mate. No, it's been good. I think the fact that um, I'm actually in the top 1K is a miracle more than anything. So shocked. I never thought I'd see the day where people tuned in to listen to a Cowboys fan basically talking nothing but Cowboys on a Sunday night. So, uh, yeah, here we are, 2020. What a weird <laughs> year. Oh, your dog's not liking me. No, it doesn't like you that much. No, well. admit- but anyway, it's, oh, we've got to be careful. We don't want to start any rumours or in you into or anything on this podcast, mate. Otherwise, we might have the cybercrime team hitting us up. <laughs> rumours and innuendo have no business on this professional podcast, mate. You know that more than anyone. Well, this is true. And we, uh, well, before we get in, right into the teams, tomorrow night, the uh, the grand final for 2020, isn't it? The match we've all been waiting for. How about it? 2015 grand final, let your heart out. We've got the wooden spoon, play- well, not the wooden spoon playoff because my boys are that good, we can't get it. But, um, geez, first time for everything, Broncos, wooden spooners, hey? You were telling us all preseason how good they were looking and how they were training the house down. So great analysis, just as good as your super coach. Well done, mate. Well, yeah, I don't know. Move on, mate. It's the, it's the end of. It's, yeah, I've had I've had a pretty bad year in Supercoach, but geez, the Broncos make me look like premiers. Do you want to know what the weird thing is, mate? And you know as much as anyone how much I do not like the game of AFL. I have seen two games of AFL, zero games of rugby league so far this year. So I'm going to break the duck tomorrow night. Yeehaw! Why would you do that? Why would I go to AFL? I know, right? Geez, free tickets—they do help. 
They do. Ah, oh, free tickets. Hmm. Thanks for um, offering. <laughs> VIPs only, mate. Podcast regulars only. Anyway, actually, before we go on, how is your super coach going? It's a, it, to be honest, I've had a much better second half of the year. So st- I think with the last time I was on the podcast, I might have been floating around about thirty thousand odd. Mm. Uh, but I'm I'm now ten thousand. So um, and been stable there for probably about five weeks. Um, punching out some pretty good, pretty good scores. Uh, made some correct decisions with the like of Jack White and. Uh, and DCE, so they were two really good moves by me. Got very unlucky with some injuries. I bring Munster in, I think, about three or four times throughout the year, um, copying, uh, you know, a few issues that I didn't see. But the Cameron Smith hold, um, not having to bungle was a bit of a burn um, when he – a few big ones. And then last two trades last week was bringing in Johnny Bateman and Joe Manu. Uh, Manu did crack the ton. But uh, they're both uh, not playing this round. Go on. So, biggest question: Are you beating Wilfred? Uh, I don't think that's very hard. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm assuming yes. Yeah. Wouldn't this have been a great year to have done a podcast uh, stake oh, battle? I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think Guy's doing too much better as well. So. Um, we did uh, put a bet up at the start on stakes. So thanks, boys. We'll uh, we'll take it uh, whenever <laughs> whenever the borders are. Uh, October one, mate. We'll see him at uh, yeah down under bar. Yes. All right. Let's get into it. Hey, um, we don't have much uh, left to go, and my dog's uh, going berserk because all the other dogs in the street are uh, cutting sick as well. Um, where else is there to go than just the teams? And I'm going to let you talk through this, mate, because it's been an absolute disaster. Storm, what, 16 changes and not too dissimilar at the Raiders as well. Just absolute carnage. And, and basically, if you have 17 this week, um, good on you. Yeah, what a fun night you must have had riding this team's analysis last night, mate. What a crazy old round. You've got Paul Kemp blowing up about um, people getting rested and broadcasters' obligation, all this sort of stuff there. Never thought I'd see the day. It's weird, though. Like, teams still have some stuff to play for. So I reckon I've just summarised that I've got the outs, I've got the ins. Thankfully, it's some good news as well as the bad. But let's start with the bad. Outs, David Fafita, he's gone for the year. Joey Manu, your boy from last week, gone. Billy Kicker, he's rested. Stephen Crichton, he's rested. Dylan Edwards, rested. So, I mean, fortunately, they're not the highest owned of all the Panthers players. So, thankfully, the likes of Cleary Luai, uh, Yo, if you've got him, uh, my boy Liam Martin, they're all named. So, hopefully, a big game to finish the year for them. SJ, horrible injury for him. He's gone for about six-odd months. And Sione Katoa, who was once your boy, as well as Wilfred, uh, he's being rested, I believe, for this game here, so he's out as well. For the Raiders, bloody hell, they've still got a top-four spot. John Bateman, George Williams, Jared Croker, Jordan Rapana, Jack White, and Josh Papali. Uh, those are just all the Supercoach-relevant players, but they are all getting a big rest. So what's going on? I've got no idea, but uh, well, tough luck if you've got any of those guys. I think you've got a couple. I can't remember it being like this previously. Um, a week out from the know. finals. It's crazy. Yeah, I just don't don't get it. I know, um, well, they did it in the AFL, and then what the, the AFL did is they brought in a bye. So um, you had the uh, every team that was in the finals had a bye before just in case there were a few injuries to get rid of that. Mm. Uh, but it's something you really can't, I don't know what you can do because it is effectively, you're basically giving up points, right? And, and yeah, you got to feel for the broadcasters because a lot of people are just going to, a lot of the fans will be taking this, this weekend off as well. And it is the first week, first week of the AFL finals. So 
Um, it's pretty silly. I mean, I think the, the NRL would be pretty annoyed because the, the AFL is almost getting a free hit, particularly with, uh, with I think, three or four of the games in Queensland this week. Classic when and pod, mate. We've hit about 78 AFL references in five Look, minutes. Oh, I haven't said fantastic that much, and I'm also <laughs> and I'm also just trying to bring a little bit of colour to what what is a, a relatively dull and boring um, week of Supercoach, mate. If you have 17 players, which I think some of the ones at the top do, I think um, Timmy Williams, who's second uh, SC Playbook guy, he is flying, and I think he's Huge. got 18. And some of the guys around him do not have a full quota. So uh, yeah, geez, if you've managed to luck out. Strangely, you can have too many nuffs. That's that's basically the um, the answer to the question no one asked. But um, yeah, you go guns and nuffs, and all of a sudden, round twenty hits, and it's a uh, yeah, geez, you're praying for the likes of Benny Trebojevic and the like to uh, to get a stroll out. But anyway, so Raiders, they're all cast for the Warriors. RTS, he's gone. Good uh, good to see him back. Finally, can spend some time with his family. What a tough year that's been. Turbo, the worst trade I've made all year and probably in basically Supercoach history for me. Zach Lomax out Turbo in last week. That's bullshit. What it is it? Well, that's a basically 110 points, and now he's not even playing. And Zach Lomax that's, is coming up. Let's let's just you've had you've had two good seasons in Supercoach, mate. I remember you a few years ago when we first became, I'd say, colleagues. We were quite quite friends then. Um, uh, our relationship's grown a little bit since, but I, I remember some of the trades and the players that you were looking at back in the time. Mate. You've made some some shockers. Not quite the Jalen Feeney move, but pretty close. <laughs> Jay Feeney actually now plays for the Northern Pride, I believe, coincidentally, or no, Townsville Blackhawks. So could get a run for the boys at some stage. Fingers crossed. We'll see him one year. But um, couldn't do any worse. Yeah, I mean, you want to? You know, you know speaking about the uh, the cowgirls. If you did, you did read the team's analysis, you know I include all the injuries and current outs at the moment. Mm. You've got the Broncos, you've got the Warriors, you've got all these teams that are facing massive outs. Do you know who's only got like two first-grade players missing? Uh, I don't know, Penrith? The Cowboys. Yeah, there you go. Well, they're Michael Morgan, hey. How, 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 how bad is your list? Million-dollar player Michael Morgan. Val Holmes is struggling with injury. Lolo. Million-dollar m- million player Isa Masters. <laughs> he's not a million dollars, mate. He's uh, yeah, he's gone for next year, hopefully. Anyway, Matty Raud, and we'll see how we go Thursday night. But, uh, yeah, who else have we got here? Bunt, Benny Hunt, he's out. Not that he's super coach relevant. It moves Cam McInnes to hooker. So that's an interesting play there. He's been chopping and changing. Very happy with that. Mm. Should be more base. Should get 80 minutes. So possibly good news for us there against a depleted Storm side. Speaking of the Camerons, CS9 and Munster both gone. We sort of... Everyone's, everyone's gone, mate. They're all gone. Yeah. They're all gone. <laughs> 16 players out. Don't even worry about it. They're all out of the side. So the one... What a, what a joke. Josh Adokar, why does he need a rest? He's a bloody winger and he's in my side. So anyway, for whatever reason... Uh, well, silly it's... It, it's 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 a I don't know I, I'm surprised that Bellamy's run with this. I can understand them resting um, a Cameron Munster and an, um, not even Munster. Munster's missed quite a few games this year. You'd think they'd want to be getting as many into him as possible, but um, it, it must cause a little bit of imbalance to the team to rest all these players and ask them to step up together, get the combinations together. Particularly when the Storm have had a lot of injuries this year, um, it's a risky play on, on for for mine. Uh, they do have the they will be able to get the, the double chance, but still, it's it's very risky. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to come in come in underdone. That's that's the big risk, and we've seen teams do that before. I think the Storm have done this 
uh, maybe a couple of years ago and they had a, a pretty down week in that round one finals. So I think after that, you'd think they'd surely have to reconsider some of this. But whatever, they know more than us, the prof- professionals involved in the club. You know, they'll probably come out and absolutely towel up the Dragons. Um, sorry, VK, I know who's got a, a very savvy 51 to 1 uh, Dragons 13 plus bet going. So he sneakily put it on when he heard some rumblings that some Storm players were out and then it rained outs for them. So now sports better are nervous. So. Anyway, best of luck for him, but uh, who knows what the hell we're going to get on Sunday, Arvo, with that game there. But, um, yeah, as you said, too many outs to count for the Storm. Some of the ins, though, let's speak some good news. There is some good news here. Payne Haas, your boy, he's back in the bubble. He left. He's now back. Uh, thankfully, not a moment too soon because we needed him for the boys. Josh McGuire, he's back from, did you know he got suspended? Who'd have thought? Uh, Tao Malolo back into the starting side, got eased into it off the bench last week, but hopefully a big rumbling game up the middle from him this time around. Next game, Brian Kelly comes back. Thankfully, he's uh, I've got him on my side there, so looking for a big game from him against the Knights. Good to see him back with one round to go. For the Knights, a couple of ins here. Big uh, Lakey's quite excited about this one. His boy, Kurt Mann, he's making his return. Huge, if you've still got him. And Bradman Best, what do you reckon about B-Best? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Play no play. Uh, if you had if you had a few trades, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be the worst one. But I think there's probably a couple of other players that I'll be looking at before him this week. Mm, very risky uh, center wing coming back from an injury for you know, one game left to go. It's a strange move, but um, if you've still for whatever reason got him floating around, how good is that for you? Oh, I think it's a, I think it's a great move by the Knights to do it. Walking straight into finals, you'd want to be giving him at least one week in preparation. Yeah, fair call. Actually, in my head, had the Knights miss in the finals. So sorry, Lakey. It's been <laughs> so frequently that you have that it's a surprise when you're there. Uh, Teddy for the Roosters. Some ins here. He's obviously the big one, thankfully. Not a moment too soon. Angus Crichton moves into lock, though, strangely. I don't think I can recall him playing there before. So Crichton through the middle there could cause some carnage against He's played. He's played a bit of middle forward throughout the year just hasn't I don't yeah. think started there there's been a number of games where he has moved into the middle yeah great shout Wilf well done uh what did you just what did you just Wilfred, say that's some Wilfred positional analysis there mate you've been uh studying up in your mate, time off I'm not I'm not putting everybody to sleep <laughs> please for Will and I'm letting and I'm letting you talk <laughs> well you did throw this one to me even though you're the team's guy anyway uh for the Panthers. No, I just can't be bothered. Some of the big ins here. Cleary and Luai, obviously, they're named. Alex Twile, Twile Watch, Physio's favourite player. He's in as well. And Ryan Pappenhausen, the last man standing in that storm side. Not many others uh, there of note, but Ryan Pappenhausen, if you've still got him, that's huge in. 
All right, Matt, that's the ins and outs. Uh, anything else on teams before we go through some of the other sort of captaincy and those sort of moves? No, I think the key thing for me is look at that Panther side. I think you've got a few players on the bench that could cause some issues. Matt Burton um, could replace um, a Luai or a Cleary, give one of those an early shower. So that's just something to be to be conscious of. Uh, also, you've got um, uh, you've got two of the bigger name guys coming in on the edge as well. That uh, which could be a good thing. So Capewell on there, um, it could be a good thing for Yo. Or it could be a bad thing. He could get rested after fifty minutes or so. Um, but it's going to be that game play for me from a super coach perspective. Is going to be the the one that if you do have some trades, just to wait. Um, right until um, the end, I would say, um, and, and then the other ones. It's just who knows what's what's going to happen. But the main the main risk there for me this week of the teams and what we haven't seen named is the Panthers. It's an interesting week because you've got some of these very imbalanced matchups. You look firstly, I guess, the Dragons up against the Storm. Uh, if you've got the likes of Zach Lomax there, Cam McInnes, that's huge against a depleted Storm side. We know they're a professional outfit, but, geez, some of the names there you've got to be a bit worried about. Um, the only real t- sides that have named full-strength-ish sides are Rabbitohs and Roosters. That's always going to be a, a big game. But I have no idea what's going to happen with the majority of these ones. Like Broncos, Cal- yeah. I mean the, the Eels as well. The Eels yep. named it's a big game for them, so that, that's a good thing. They've named pretty much a full-strength side. But I mean, outside of Dylan Brown, when the Broncos lose tomorrow night and win the Wooden Spoon, like Bulldogs have zero to play for on that uh, Saturday Arvo game. So, geez, if they pay well, them, they do. You, no, they do. It's the Aiden Tolman Cup. They've got to give him a good farewell and send off and say goodbye after he's been. What an what an absolute shit show that is. Do you, do you how poorly is that? club run, you come out three days before at your last game and announce that eight players won't, will not be at the club next year. You can't even wait until you do the player exit interviews on the Monday to make those announcements. What a shit show. No wonder they haven't won anything in 20,000 years. It's a strange one. I mean, they're not the best run club at the best of times, but, um, geez, you'd imagine they needed to so clean. poorly done. Yeah. And if that's Barrett coming out and doing that, God, I, I was already not convinced about the appointment, but um, just doesn't seem like the smartest person um, going around, and um, that is just pathetic by them. Um, anyway, side note, but yeah, I just think that that's just stupid. You at least wait to, you know, that, that is. And I'm going to give a crap this week. So hmm. good thing for Broncos fans, bad things for Bulldogs potentially. Yeah, you've got to get past the might of the Cowboys, mate. But, yeah, it's interesting. Like the it's a Dally M potential game for Nathan Cleary as well. So he won't be taking a backseat. That's why he's been named more than more than likely just because he's uh, got probably one more big game left in him to nab the three points and, and win the title. So I don't know. I can see an absolute rout if, as you said, the Bulldogs just basically have minds on Mad Monday, uh, which they normally do, then, yeah, could be an absolute carve up here as the Panthers look to to fire up. So, geez, if couldn't get on enough Panthers backs if you have them in classic or draft, whatever it might be. So uh, that's a game to target as well as the Dragons and Storm one. But, geez, it could be an absolute lottery throughout the rest of these games. So anyway, brings us... To captains, mate, we normally get Lakey to help us, but I guess initially, who have you got the VCNC on for now? Well, for me, I'm probably going to be going with the Cleary um, as a as a VC, I'd say, and then and then looking just to throw the captain on on Teddy. So I think that's a potential pod play this week. So just looking to see what his ownership is like after a lot of people would have um, traded him out. So. Um, Teddy is owned by forty one percent. I don't know what it was last week, but I'm pretty sure that he will drop down. So he's uh, in the fifteen 
percent of uh, all teams for captain at the moment. So I reckon I'll be having a crack at, at him. Um, and then obviously Cleary playing that game um, against the Bulldogs, as you've spoken about. Uh, outside of that, I think Payne Haas is a pretty good shout in a very depleted Broncos side. Um, and he had the week off, so he'll be um, championing the bit to, to go. Um but yeah, there's there's plenty of other options around there. I would say that even a Lomax is maybe a, like a left field play against the against the Storm, and, and someone who has been in sensational form the last three weeks, Harry Grant, um, playing Parramatta, uh, his final game for the club. I don't think he scored under seventy in the past three weeks, so he could be a, a half decent option as well. No, I don't mind that. I think there's definitely some uh, some handy options there. I reckon, depending on where you are on the ladder or your head-to-head opponent, keep an eye on that sort of thing. But, geez, if you look at um, – I've had an eye on the Knights and Titans game. I reckon that could be a bit of an explosive affair. Uh, a couple of guys in there that I'm looking at, AJ Brimson, who I've luckily got at 5'8", now that Munster's not playing. Uh, he's worth a shout as well as Ponger, obviously. But both sides don't tend to give up too many points to fullbacks. I've had a quick look. They're, I think, 12th and 13th, respectively, Titans and Knights there. So uh, could be a battle of attrition there, but they're in such good form. Uh, might slap the VC on one of them. I reckon I'm going to just ignore Teddy this week. I've got him, obviously, but... By the skin of my teeth as well. By the time Turbo's bloody 12 hit his uh, rolling average, he dropped almost too much for me to get Teddy back in. So that 6.5K is my final bank balance. Jesus Christ. Uh, But, yeah, I reckon Teddy, against the Bunnies, it'll be a bit of a tougher affair than some of these games. So I am making a pod play to just sit him, no VC or C. So I'm going to either go VC, Ponga or Brimson and then Captain Cleary. Hopefully he's playing. But effectively we get a free shot with this VC loop because how many people actually have a full 17 or 18? Like it's a week to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> Outside of that, don't be boring. Payne Haas is a boring pick. Go for health or leather. What about, what, what about some trades, man? If, if, you, if you had one or two up your sleeve, which I don't think anybody does, but just say you did. Who, who would be the number one player that you'd be targeting out of anybody? Because, oh, oh I know I've got a shitload of bank, just no trades. Who would it be? Uh, well, obviously, Teddy is number one if you've traded him out, but a lot of people already have him. You just need to cancel that pot out if you head to head over or whatever it is. You don't want to be not owning him. That's just a safe play, even if he does get 60 or whatever, which I think he will. But a guy at Hooker, like, Damien Cook would be a fantastic shout. Fantastic, you would. Um, just given CS9's not there, Cook against the Roosters will get 80 minutes. They need to spark something there. So I reckon it could be a big game for him. So I reckon at Hooker there, if you don't have a Cook and you've got a Smith on the bench, you've got to trade. Uh, ben Smith, bring Cook in. Uh, that would be a good shout. But elsewhere, I mean, most people have got Cleary. Um, Brimson, we mentioned, is a is a good shout if you don't, if you need to trade Munster out and that kind of thing. Mm. Center wings, though, like, geez, it's not – you could pick anyone like the Dragons, as you said, Lomax. If you don't have him, he'd be worth a definite shout, bringing straight back if, in. If you're – well, I mean, that's a great one because I, I know that um, I think Timmy Williams has been um, – going antipoding Zach Lomax, but um, assuming that the guy at the very top has got Lomax, um, I think you, if you're if you're in that position and you have one trade left, then you're probably looking to bring Lomax in over anybody else, I think, just to cancel out that potential, that pod that you don't have. Hmm. Could also be Kyle Felt for the Cowboys, uh, going for the uh, top try scorer. He just needs two. What about, what about, uh, what about Katoni? Katoni's... <laughs> Uh, what, at 5'8"? 
Yeah, I don't know. I was about to say that's not a bad shot. I forgot he was named at 5'8". So no idea what that's going to do. I was just trying to say Catoni really slow, but it didn't really work. Yeah, nice. Well done. Always bring the humour. Tony. Uh, so, yeah, he's – I have no idea. I don't know what that was, but I have no idea. Oh, Jesus, that's what that was. No idea. <laughs> Always bringing the professionals in, mate. No idea what I'm going to see. I've had a, a couple of chats. I reckon it's going to be a, like a 36 to 34 final score, this Broncos-Cowboys game. So who knows? Stags could still do well. It is, mate. And I've actually got to run. I've got a meeting I need to get to. But uh, your time's up 30 minutes. That's all we were, we were going to do today. It's been it's been good. It's been fun. We I think we'll be back next year. Keep, what can you confirm? I uh, can confirm, probably not going to have a life by then, so I'm still going to be doing these bad boys. <laughs> well, let's, we'll try and do something a bit different, I think, next year because it seems that every man and his dog is bringing out a podcast this week and covering the same shit. So um, we might have a bit of a think in the off-season, JT, and think how we can re- restructure this and change this a bit so we're maybe giving a little bit different than what the others are. It might be a different time slot. It might be focusing on something other than the just the standard ins and outs and the trades and all that. I don't know. Maybe we just do a live show and answer questions on the fly. Who knows? Anything can happen with technology these days. <laughs> Sounds like you're all over it, mate. It's going to be a long off-season. YouTube even. Maybe we could make a YouTube channel. Oh, geez, don't get too creative, mate. No one wants to see our ugly mugs. We've got a face for a podcast. Oh, just put a, I don't know, put a face mask on. <laughs> uh, 2021, it's a new year, mate. It's bye-bye, Corona. Bye-bye, you. Thanks to everyone who's tuned in. Bye-bye, bye-bye you beating me. <laughs> oh, what a year it's been. Give us a final yeehaw, mate, and see you in 2021. Go, the Broncos. Ooh, yeehaw. Bye. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 